If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we're going to get to them in a minute. Hope you're all doing well. I am. Uh, we had company in from Florida earlier this week, so that was fun. My girlfriend and her fiance, she lost her husband. Uh, gosh, it was a year ago yesterday, I think. And so she's got a fiance already. And this is my friend. I think I've told you that when her husband was dying, he said, I'm going to send you a man uh, from heaven. And she said, she kind of blew him off. And she said, well, how will I know he's from you? And she said, look, he said, look for the mermaid. And she said, what? And he said, yeah, look for the mermaid. And she said, what's that mean? And he just kept saying, look for the mermaid. So anyways, fast forward, he passes. Uh, end of last year, she went on a, a blind date. And this guy's a retired pilot commercial pilot, second date, took her to his hangar, and he had a mermaid painted on the tail of his plane, and he lives on Mermaid Cove Drive. So you just never know. And they were here, so it was really fun. And then His Majesty, my son Jonathan, flies in on Sunday, and I haven't gotten to see him since Christmas. So I will be a very happy mommy when that happens. You know, he's 30, but still, they're still your baby. So I'm looking forward to that. So hope you're having a good week, too. All righty, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Vicki. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Julie. It's so good to talk with you. Um, I'm calling in regards to my kitty. Um, she has an ear infection, but 
Oh. She also seems to have, I believe, possibly an upper respiratory infection. She's been sneezing like crazy. I took her to the vet last week to get ear meds, um, and then she's just started sneezing earlier this week, and I can't get her in with anybody until a week and a half out, so I was hoping you could help. Yeah, sure, sure. Vicki, where are you located? Uh, I'm in the Bay Area. I'm in San Carlos, California. Okay, yeah. All right, and what's your cat's name? Her name is Luna. Luna, L-U-N-A? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. She's well, such a love bug. No, what's she look her. like? What color is she? She's, she's orange and white. Oh, she's, she's a tabby five cat. She's old, and she's, she's a rescue, and I, I just love her so much. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you. I raise, for those of you that are first-time listeners, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, I vibrate more slowly. We vibrate more slowly. So I raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to hook into you, Vicki, up in the San Francisco Bay area. And then I'm going to hook from you to Luna. So we'll see what's going on with Miss Luna, and then we'll take it from there. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading across the U.S. to you on the on the left coast, right? So got you. Yeah. Okay, going to Luna. Oh yeah, she's got a sinus infection. Is what it looks like. Her eustachian tubes are all stopped up and globby, and okay. All right. So what I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm just sucking out her sinuses, which are tiny as you can imagine, and getting all the snot oh, yeah. and goop out of there. Her left ear looks worse than her right. Does she seem to be scratching at her left ear or pawing it because it's been hurting yeah. her? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Okay, I'm putting antibiotic energy in there, but this looks like a fungal infection to me, Vicki. And so oh. what I'm doing is I'm adding uh, antifungal energy too. Antibiotic energy is a hot pink color. It looks like a fuchsia, but more pink than purple. And antifungal is kind of a brownish color, kind of a, um, can I use, like maple syrup, but not that thick is what antifungal oh. energy looks like to me. So the reason why I'm so descriptive is because if you can envision what I'm seeing, it helps integrate the healing into your body if I'm working on you or in the case here with Luna, you're my assistant. You're my healing assistant here with your baby. So picture that. Picture that there's kind of like a, a watery maple syrupy color, kind of an amber color, but darker than a, than a medium amber color. And uh, imagine that that's in her eustachian tubes and going all throughout her sinuses. Do you have a mold issue in your home by any chance, Vicki? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Is she an indoor cat? Yes. Okay. All right. That's the only thing that I can think of. Certainly, San Carlos is going to be moist um, because you're not that far oh 
from the beach, I know, right? Oh, pretty close yeah. 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 So uh, that's what I'm seeing. You may want to try running a dehumidifier and see if that helps. A dehumidifier, okay. A dehumidifier I'll, to I'll make it that a try. less humid. Yeah. So I well, hope I that helps. Need to take... Thank you so much, Julie. Do, do, will I still need to take her to the vet if I can get, if I can get an appointment in the next couple of weeks? I would, yes, just to get her double-checked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there are walk-in clinics a lot of places, too. So there may be a walk-in clinic that you can go to and just wait. You may have to wait an hour or longer. But, heck, we have to do that at the doctor's office sometimes when we have an appointment. So uh, you may want to check into That's that, true. too. And then keep the appointment two okay. weeks out, but you might be able to find one sooner at a walk-in clinic. Thank you so much, Julie. You're so I really welcome. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Hope she feels better. All righty. Let's go to Tina next. Hi, Tina. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Julie. How are you? Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. I'm good, thank Please you. tell everybody where you're located. I am located in the top eastern corner of um, uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, on the Delaware River. All right. Terrific. How are things up there? Beautiful. Beautiful up here in Bucolic, Bucks County, rolling hills and the river. We can swim and play in the river and just walk over to New Jersey. It's it's like a country area. Oh, So it's not like industry, like down south of... You know, it's more north towards the Poconos. Right, right. Well, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? We ride bikes. Yes, I do, ma'am. So my my four kids, my youngest one, River, he um, just turned 14. And um, ever since we had trauma with him losing his his dad and our farm and everything, and he has been bedwetting, and we have done everything. So since he was about seven, that started. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we've done everything, all the conditioning stuff and the alarms and the, you know, all the things and waking him up. And he's just such a strong sleeper. Um, and he, you know, it's causing emotional trouble for him because he's really self-conscious about it. And mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if there was maybe something physically wrong with his body mm-hmm. that he's not able to control that. What have the doctors said, Tina? Have you talked to his doctor about um, it? Yes, we've gone to the pedi- yeah, to the pediatrician, and um, they basically did a urine test, and they said everything looked good. He is anemic, but he's actually struggling with Lyme disease right now. He's on doxycycline. He just finished mm-hmm. a 28-day course, and we go back to um, Children's Hospital um, for that. So that's kind of been going on, and they're not sure. They found out about this anemia when he was getting the blood work for the Limes. Um, he had his whole leg swelled up, and he had a cyst that ruptured, and that was in his knee, and that ended up being from the limes. But it's just a weird thing. But they—they're like just. I have an appointment with a urologist in like a month, and um, that's kind of where we're going with it. We don't really know what else to do. But I just thought maybe you might have some some insight if you could like look at his bladder or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I already, I've already uh, connected into you. I'm going to connect from you. What's your son's name? River. 
going to connect from you to River. River, yeah. And then uh, I'm asking River, is it okay if I scan you? I'm talking to your mom. He's, he's giving me permission. I always ask permission, Tina, because I think it's an invasion of mm-hmm. privacy. You know, if we go in and look at somebody's body, it's like looking at an x-ray without their permission. So I always ask sure. permission. Even if it's a fetus, I ask permission because it's that little spirit. And mm-hmm. it may... It, it, that's its yeah. prerogative to decide whether it wants us to see what's going on or not. So um, I'm going to hold you over the break, Tina, and I will okay. check River over the break, and then I'll I'll give you a report when I come back. Stay with every stay with us, everybody. Great, thank you. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. with Tina in Pennsylvania about her son, River, who's 14. Right, Tina? And he's yes. got a wetting the bed. How long has he had the Lyme? How, when was he diagnosed with the Lyme? So that just happened, um, well, he did 28 days with the medicine. He was admitted into Children's Hospital for four days with this swollen knee, swollen mm-hmm. foot. And they didn't know what it was. They thought it was a blood clot. And then they found out it was a popliteal cyst that ruptured. And they think he had Lyme for a little while, like maybe like a little less than a year. But he was having like an acute attack. And, um, I mean, he's biking and running and hiking and dancing and stuff. So um, it just happened. And then the blood work showed that his numbers were really high for the Lyme. And they, they just, the infectious disease thinks that that was what caused that cyst. To grow, and so we're treating it with this doxycycline. And their protocol is to we go back and they do check him out, and if it's not better, they repeat it. And I'm not going to do that because that stuff is nasty. And I'm just going to like work with other things if it, if it didn't work. But I think it did. He seems better. He's mm-hmm. got more energy. His the swelling definitely went down in his knee. Okay. But yeah, do that's you the, that's what's have you had a water leak? Do you have a mold issue in your home? Um, I don't know. I was thinking of that because, you know, I'm always curious, but I had two dehumidifiers running in my basement mm-hmm. and I have, I have air conditioning too. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty dry as far as like keeping it, you know, humidity controlled. Mm-hmm. Well, the um, reason I ask is lime the basement, is, you know, could have water. Lime is all is oftentimes like some huge percentage of the time is uh, mold. Exposure. Even if you've got a tick bite, mm. there's a mold issue there too right. when it really ramps up like that. So if you think you have water in the basement, right. I would check that out because I'm. He's full of yeast. He's full of candida yeast okay. that I cleared out of him. And normally, the, okay. you know, my clues are there's always yeast present when mold is present. I did see mold in his system that I cleared out as well. And like I said, oftentimes Lyme is misdiagnosed mold. So I would get, be sure that, that they call him in some nice statin 
N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. It's an antifungal. I would be sure that he's Mm -hmm. on that when he's on the antibiotics. And I believe that's what's going on with him. I think that his... Mm his bladder was full of yeast and uh and i hmm. saw mold so i think he, i think he's got a mold and a yeast problem okay okay which okay, most yeah, doctors are not going to know um, about yeah yeah so. and he is he has a hard time with like carbs and sugar like i really yeah. have to like i'm constantly trying to police that with him right because the yeast makes oh, him crave it oh that's there. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he's a he's an addict for sure. He's trying to sneak, you know, sugar all the time. Right, right. So okay, I would get so him nice some nice that, that oral. He's taking that. You want to take? He can he orally? swallow pills? Yes. Yeah. Have him do the tablets, and then that and okay. then that will help. But I would I would check into the yeast and also the mold, and I hope he feels better. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Ashley next. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How are you? Good. So I'm from Sioux City, Iowa, and I hope you have a lot of fun with your son. I'm excited Thanks. for you. Yeah, me too. We oh. call, I call him His Majesty. Yay! Oh, His Majesty. He, I love somebody, that. I know that made me that made, that made me laugh. I know he. Uh, somebody was saying to him not too long ago, "Well, how do you feel about being an only child?" And he said, "Well, it's good to be the center of the universe." Because I've told him that his whole life, he's the center of the universe, <laughs> and, and he's such a great kid. I mean, he's a man child now at thirty, but he he really is just a joy. <laughs> He's a joy. So you got a question for it. me? Oh, yeah. So, okay. Um, I started having symptoms of um, kind of just like nausea and then a little bit of diarrhea. I went to the doctor because I had a cat scratch and she said, I can't really tell if it's infected. I'm going to give you this amoxicillin. Okay. So I took the amoxicillin one time and I didn't take it again because mm-hmm. it like made me, whoa, like it was just the diarrhea. It was really bad. Nausea was really yeah. bad, but I've had nausea and kind of like the pain under my, I want to say under my boobs, like that upper abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's ongoing and then just like not really an appetite. So I have had, a stomach ulcer and I've had gastritis before. I have GERD. <laughs> um, I don't know if these are the things going on, but I also have pelvic pain now in my lower back. I think that's unrelated. I think that's like BV or yeast, and I am going to the doctor tomorrow to it's get swabbed, so that's okay. It's yeast. But, um, it's yeast. Yeah, it's yeast. Yeah, it's okay, yeast. that's exactly what I thought. Okay, yep. It's yeast. yeast, and GERD is always yeast, too, always, 100% of the time. It's yeast overgrowth in the GI tract. Get some nice statin. Stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Stay away from refined things. Stay away from fermented foods. That antibiotic, you just took one day, and it just set those yeasties free is what's going on, Ashley. So yeah, get some not. nice statin. Yeah. 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 Perfect. So, nice and then statin. I am going to see a GI doctor and have them biopsy for the candida overgrowth too, which may or may not show, but we know candida. Just treat okay. it. 
treat it like it is. Thank you so it's much. very hard to detect. And uh, you just treat it like it is, and then it'll go away. And when you know that you don't have any symptoms anymore, you're good. Because it's really hard to diagnose it. There really aren't many tests available because nobody makes any money off of it. The the Nystatin's been off patent for about 70 years. And my prescription for Nystatin is free because it's so cheap. It's like pennies a tablet. That's amazing. I know. So That's amazing. uh, my right, my right. last oh I'm sorry go ahead no that's all right so thanks for calling I hope you feel better get my, some nice statin get somebody to prescribe some nice statin for you and you'll you'll feel better thanks for calling all right everybody we're going to take another quick break when we come back we'll have who are we having we're going to have Jasmine on next stay with us you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. Jasmine on the line. Hi, Jasmine. Hi there. How are you, girl? I'm doing okay, thank you. Terrific. I'm well, thanks. Where are you? Where are you located? Um, I'm located out of Boulder, Colorado. Boulder. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Question is regarding my daughter Ava's health, and um, in 2020, she was diagnosed with superior mesenteric artery syndrome. I'm having trouble uh, hearing you. Can you, Jasmine? You're cutting out. So, yep. uh, can second. you? Okay. Is See that what better? Uh, okay. Talk. Say is something. That better? Another sentence. Okay. Can you hear me now? It's kind of choppy, but let's try it. Go ahead. Your daughter, Ava. All right. Yeah, so in 2020, she was diagnosed with superior mesenteric artery syndrome. And um, we spent the... You know what? It's just so hard to hear you. So maybe you can hang up and call back in and I'll get you on the back side because it's so choppy that I'm having trouble understanding you. I'm sorry. All right. Let's try Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Hi. How are you? Can you hear me? I can, yes. Oh, okay. Um, Where are you? Well... To be real honest with you, I'm I'm not that good. I'm not I'm really not that good. I've been much better in other times of my life, to be honest. Where are you located? Right now I'm in Salisaw, Oklahoma. Okay. Terrific. And uh yeah. I don't belong here. When I moved here, I moved here with a man that I had been, I won't call him my husband because he's not my husband. He's more like a housemate. Mm -hmm. But I moved here after my mother had died. And I tell you the truth, Julie, my mind was blank. I wasn't thinking. I couldn't hear my spirit. I couldn't hear my soul. 
I I was totally blank. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was in 2017, the end of 2017, and so I moved here in 2018. And uh, now I'm really looking to move back to Colorado because I'm more in tune with the land there and the mm-hmm. people. Did you have a question and, about that? Um, Brenda, did you have a question for me about that? Um, I think you answer more medical questions, don't you? I don't. I answer it all. I'm a buffet of psychicness. So what's your question? And I'll see if I can help you. Okay. I'd like to know about the move because right now I'm having problems with my eyes. My eyes aren't making tears. Mm. And the doctor's been having me put these eye drops in every two hours, but they're starting to make me sick to my stomach, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've got all these blocks coming up, and it's really hot here now. So I feel like I can put the house on the market in September. Yeah, I'm giving you all this information for you to answer the question if I'm going to be able to move. Yes, you're going to be able to move. As far as the drops in your eyes, I would talk to the doctor and see if they can find a different prescription for you if those are making you nauseous. But yes, you absolutely are going to be able to move. And I'm getting, don't wait until it's cooler to put the, the house on the market. Go ahead and put it on the market as soon as you can because you end up having people that want to come in and get in before the school system starts for the new year. And oh. uh, and so I'm getting to go ahead and put it on the market as soon as you can. Okay. 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 I can do that. Well, good luck with that. And you don't... Thank you. You're you know, welcome. because I just have to tell you that I also have epilepsy. Okay. And well, maybe, it's a low-grade would... form... Maybe it would be a good idea for you to schedule a whole hour with me, and then we can go through all these other different things, and um, and then we can do a deep dive, and we can go through all of this. So just go to AskJulieRyan.com and, and schedule an hour, and then we'll we'll be able to go through all these things. So good luck with the move, and okay. call your doctor about your eyes, and I hope you get some other drops that, that work better for you. Thanks for calling. Okay. Let's go back to Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Let's see if this is a better connection. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Way better. Way better. Good job. That doesn't sound like... Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, thanks for coming back to me. So my you question bet. I mentioned is in regards to my daughter, Ava, um, yeah. and her health. In 2020, she was diagnosed with superior mesenteric artery syndrome, and um, she spent most the better half of 2020 in and out of Children's Hospital here in Colorado, just trying to stabilize and get some nutrition in her. Um, she was able to maintain it through 2021 when she got stabilized on her own through just nor- you know living a normal life, and she. She's recently ha- um, relapsed, so we're actually sitting in the children's hospital as I speak, oh, no. Um, oh, no. and I'm just wondering if you're able to tell me 
what we should do to get her better or managing or get to the place where she's managing her condition better or maybe if there's something else that we need to that might be going on that we need to consider okay how old is Ava first of all Jasmine 17 she's 17 and what is this artery syndrome I'm not familiar with that I've never heard that term before what what happens with it? Oh, sure. So basically, there's a fat pad that lies in between the duodenum, your, your lower stomach, and mm-hmm. the superior mesenteric artery. And when you, and that fat pad dissipated, basically, and now the artery is clamping down on her lower stomach. So basically, nothing can pass through her wow. small intestine. So food, anything she eats or drinks um, comes right back up. And oh, wow. she has. we've been trying some um, other feeding methods, such as, um, like, tubes, right? And they wow. just keep coming back up. Oh, heaven. So what, is she on IV nutrition then? Currently, just an IV. Oh heavens! All right, let me get her. Let me get her on my radar. See if see if she'll let me scan her. Jasmine, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then from you Mm -hmm. to Ava. Did you talk to her about talking with me by any chance? I did. She's right here. Oh, good. Hi, Ava. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay. Got her. If I'm talking to your mom, obviously, it's okay if I scan you. She's saying yes. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going in. So what I'm watching is I'm watching scaffolding get put in her GI tract to hold it open. And it looks like, you know what a strawberry basket, the plastic on a strawberry basket looks like? Yeah. Where it... That's what Mm -hmm. it looks like. And it's a cylinder. It's cylindrical, but it has those cross hatches, you know, where it makes kind of a diamond pattern. And I'm watching that get put Mm -hmm. into her her GI tract to keep that tube open so that it can go down. So it's almost like, you know how when they're building a bridge or a, a cement block that's a guardrail on a bridge? on a highway, Mm -hmm. they'll put rebar in first to stabilize it. That's what's happening with this, the scaffolding. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm seeing get put in there. All right, and that's going into her intestinal wall. It's it's running the whole GI tract from her stomach down to do that. All right, and what I'm doing Mm -hmm. is I'm basically cleaning out her GI tract. Imagine there's a, a little corkscrew that's spinning and it's morselating mm-hmm. anything that's in the way. So we're doing that. And then I'm pouring stem cell energy in there to regenerate that whole GI tract so she can do that. So what are the doctors saying? I mean, is there something that can be done surgically or what's the what's the treatment strategy? There are surgery. Uh, so um, with these compression syndromes, they're pretty, pretty um, touchy, I guess. And, um, there are surgeries. Absolutely. 
they're not always recommended because they're not always successful. And sometimes mm-hmm. people actually have worse outcome than wow. if than before they have the surgery. So um, the doctors currently are trying to be conservative and try and, you know, all of our best best ditch options, basically, to see mm-hmm. if we can just get her back to a maintaining where she's, um, you know, whether it's formula feeds through a tube or something like that. But um, so far, we haven't been able to get a tube to stay in place. That's the problem. Yeah. Less than optimal the for a teenager, level. let alone anybody. Um, yeah. Okay. A very active so, one at that. Hopefully that healing that I just watched happen, Jasmine, will hold that open enough that she can get some nutrition in there and and yeah. it'll hold. Oh, heavens. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Good luck to her and to you and, and your family. Uh, is it in Ava's best interest to have surgery? If they do the surgery, what are they going to do? What's the strategy on that? Um, it is something similar, I, I think, um, to what you were describing, to be honest. And mm. it's, um, there's a couple of different things. They can actually cut it to mm. reposition. I'm going to put you on hold, Jasmine. And when yeah, we come no back problem. from our break, then, uh, We'll, we'll finish the conversation. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'll be right back. And we're back. We were talking with Jasmine in Boulder about her daughter, Ava, before the break. So you were, we were talking about surgeries. I'm getting that it's in her best interest to really explore the surgeries. And I'm getting that, they're, that mm-hmm. they'll be successful. Uh, and it, it's okay. almost like a graft that's going to get put in to hold that tube open is what I'm seeing. If that's the healing that I saw. And my guess is the surgery perhaps will be something similar to that. I think you alluded to that before the break. Is that right? An artificial opening. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. the two. Right. Right. So. Okay. All right. Well, you're starting to cut out again, so I'm going to let you go. But I wish you and Ava all the best. My goodness, I'm so sorry that you guys are going through okay. all of this, and, Thank and I you. hope Appreciate the, it. I hope the healing helps. Okay. Thanks, Jasmine. I really Take do care. appreciate it. Thank you. You are most welcome. Okay. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Miss Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi, thanks so much. Hey, I got COVID. Can you help me figure anything out for this? Yeah, yeah. What What are your symptoms? Um, you know, I don't, I don't feel really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, tired, probably run down. Maybe my nose. Mm-hmm. I've had it since last Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's running its course. Um, Amy, tell everybody where you're located, please. In San Diego, California. San Diego. 
So what I'm doing is I'm forcing it out the top of your head. And vitamin C, I want you to take a 1,000 milligrams of C. Get the buffered. I like ester C, but any kind of buffered C, Amy, it's going to help make it easier on your, your tummy. And take it with 50 milligrams of zinc. So a 1,000 of C, 50 of zinc, three times a day. That's an antiviral. Awesome. It's gonna, I have it's, that too. And it's going to help you it. heal. Okay, they, that's number one. Are you taking D, D3? Yes, I am. Okay, how much are you taking? You know, I it's 50,000 for one tablet. I think I've been doing one tablet. 50,000? Okay. Usually 10 is about what you want to do, but... Take the vitamin D, get in the sun for at least 20 minutes to 30 minutes a day because that will help the D convert. I, you know, I mean, don't be I am there doing it. and get fried in the sun with a sunburn, but go out and, and uh, you know, just get some sun in the morning when the sun, before the sun gets really strong. Are you taking K2 as well, Amy? You no, know, I'm not. Huh, okay. Didn't think of that one. You want to take K2 because it helps the D absorb. Okay. And then I'm doing, I'm getting colloidal silver sometime by tomorrow morning. (coughs) Colloidal silver, what are you doing with that? Gargling with that? Just, yeah, gargle. You can drink it and you can rub it on your skin to disinfect. Yeah. Because I live, you know, I live with other people in the house and it's, yeah, you know, I'm trying to avoid people, but it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. I, I've always heard to just gargle with colloidal silver, but don't swallow it. Colloidal silver, for those of you that don't know, is is silver molecules in a liquid. And silver is an antibacterial. Bacteria cannot grow on a, a meta, in a metallic environment. Amy, did you know that back in the olden days, the really wealthy people had sterling silver doorknobs? Did you know that? And that's why. Because bacteria and would grow on the doorknobs. And they also used silverware that was... Sterling. They used silver, silverware, too. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. So now we go to metal and all that... Right. The doorknobs, sometimes you'll see them in an antique store and they'll have really ornate doorknobs on there. So all of those things, it's it's like a bad cold is what it looks like with you. This too shall pass. It's just, I mean, normally you would just say, oh, I have a bad cold. But, you know, there's lots of... Lots yeah, because I don't, I don't, side I don't have a lot. I have a lot of energy, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm frustrated about this one, so it is what it is. So you see, it's on its way out. Yeah, it is, and I help push it out. Yeah, absolutely. God I think you got you. cut off. You got cut off last week. You're moving. Is that what happened? Yeah, I, I hit the off button. I was so upset. I was like, no, I did that. I, I ended the call by mistake. I was turning the volume off. Oh, goodness. Well, how's the? so you're in the middle of the move and you got sick? I know I moved twice and then I'm, I'm thinking of moving again because this isn't working here. But I have oh. to get rid of this thing and find a place. So, yeah, it's been stressful. Yeah, I bet. You know, it's been really stressful. Yeah, so 
I was happy. And then they sold the building, and, you know, it is what it is. So I'll keep looking in Coronado, but I haven't even begun yet. But you keep mentioning Coronado, so I'll see Mm -hmm. what I can get there. That's what we got for you the last couple of times you've called in. So are you getting rest? Are you able to rest? Are you trying to work? What are you doing? Oh, no, I'm resting a lot. I take naps. I make myself rest because I'm not a rester, but I'm like, okay, everybody says rest. So I've been sleeping a lot. I have no schedule, you know, basically staying away from people, but I can't avoid that. I, I put a mask on and, you know, but um, I go out every day in the sun and I go hiking out in the remote area where nobody exists, you know, I'm completely away from people. That makes me feel, feel really happy. Mm-hmm. So, but well, yeah, take I, it I easy on the hikes. Thing. Take it easy on the hikes, because you know you got to give your body a chance to recover. And I know, I know some okay. of those hiking trails down there stay on flat lands as much as you can. So, what are you yeah. going up and down the hills? No, I've been. You know, it's been pretty flat, except there's one area. There's a couple miniature uphills, but I take mm-hmm. it real easy. Like I walk it, and then I stop and I rest. And I walk it because normally I just bulldoze it. But now I'm like, okay, we got time to smell the roses. Yeah. But um, it, it just makes me feel happy to be mm-hmm. out in nature and being in the canyons. But mm-hmm. they're not. Uh, I'm not doing anything super strenuous. Okay. Good. So. All right. Well. But I'll rest. I think. I think you're doing all the right things. Push fluids as much as you can, and you got a, you got maybe a few more days, and then you're going to be good as gold. So good luck with the move. Hope you feel better. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Okay, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on, see what their questions are, and see what Spirit has to say as an answer. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. This show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call in number is 667 770 1476. 
And the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show show notes anywhere you download podcasts. You can find it on pretty much all of the podcast networks, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And you will be entered into a drawing for a free session with me. I give one away the first Thursday of every month, and it's valued at a couple hundred bucks. And it's really fun because we get the opportunity to really go through anything you want to discuss. We can do medical stuff. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can do your pets, like pretty much everything you hear on the show. We can do, we can cram as much into an hour as, as is possible. And we do. Every appointment is like that. So it's fast paced and it's fun. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. Be sure and follow me on those social media channels, especially Instagram and Facebook, because I'm always posting stuff during the week, and it's it's fun. I, I get to converse back and forth. People will send me messages, and I'll always answer them. So, so be sure and follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And we'll always post a reminder to call in the day of the show with the call-in information and all of that. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure and sign up for my weekly blog. That's a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And in the body of the email, guess what there is? Here's the call-in information. So I'm trying to make it easy on you guys. So it'll be quick and easy when you want to call into the show. You can also schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. And I'm booked out for a couple of months. The key is get on my calendar whenever it's available. And then check, periodically check on your confirmation email. Save it in your inbox, and there'll be a reschedule button on there. So click on that periodically, and people reschedule all the time, multiple times a week. And oftentimes, you can get in within a couple of days. So happens every time. Every time I talk to somebody that's gotten in that way, they go, oh, I, I, I didn't know that was really a thing. I said, I say it every week. So it's really a thing. So my trainings, angelic attendant training, we're finishing the last week of the summer class. It's been so remarkable. And uh, so we'll do that this Saturday. And then there'll be another class in October. That's full. I've got a few spots left for January of 2023. So if you're thinking of taking the angelic attendant training, that's a live training via Zoom. And I teach it live and it I limit it to 12 students. So it's very hands-on. And then in response to so many requests from listeners and from clients to come up with a less expensive version, I came up with the Angels and Enlightenment training. That's self-paced. It's online, but both have practice group sessions, multiple ones a week. That's the key. You can learn stuff, but then when you use it, it really gets into your system and you it's just like second nature. You can do everything that I do, I promise. So if you're interested in that, check out my trainings. So everything you need to know is at AskJulieRyan.com. Okay, let's go to the question submitted this week, and it's Dawn from Ontario, Canada. Dawn, male Dawn, D-O-N, like Donald. 
And Dawn said, Dear Julie, I understand that the 12 phases of transition are experienced by most. What happens to those who commit acts of evil or do harm to others? Are they separated from others in the afterlife because of their low energy field, or are they brought into the afterlife like all others? Many mediums say different things. What's the truth? And here's my response. Hi, Don. What a great question. It's one I'm often asked. Everyone is a spirit connected to a body having a human experience, and all spirits are pure love. The human side of us has what we call personality traits, and those characteristics stay with the body when somebody dies. So, every person goes through the 12 phases of transition, a sequence of events involving angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets at the end of their lives, and everyone's spirit transitions into a non-physical state, often called heaven. All acts, whether they be judged by us humans as good or evil, are seen purely as neutral human experiences by spirit. Now, that's an interesting concept that we're not taught. So that's that's a stretch for some people to get. But boy, I've gotten that over the years from spirit loud and clear. And then I ended it with saying, hope this clarifies things for you. To learn more about what happens when someone dies, please read my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens As We Transition From This Life Into the Next. So a couple of points here. We've all been taught about evil spirits, evil spirits, heaven and hell, all of that, a lot of fear. Fear is the number one way that religions and cultures and governments control people. I mean, for heaven's sakes, we're just coming out of the the pandemic for a couple of years. And that was a lot of fear that was generated with that. And look at the control that happened throughout the world as a result of that situation. So when we die, everybody goes into non-physical, everybody goes to heaven. Like the movie, all dogs go to heaven, all people go to heaven too. And we think of somebody who was just evil when they were alive. Well, all of that stays with the body, all those personality traits. And their spirit goes back into non-physical transitions into what we know as heaven. So it's kind of hard for us to wrap our heads around that because it challenges what we've been taught. And it's just something that I've heard for decades from spirit, and I truly believe it. I have helped thousands of people over the years transition and help their families. I have never seen angels drop a spirit into a fiery burning pit ever. They all are escorted to heaven. So that's my belief based on what I've seen throughout all of these years. And, And it's an interesting concept for you to ponder. Even if you don't buy it right away, it's something for you to think about. By the way, if you go to AskJulieRyan.com, there is a downloadable chart that's free of the 12 phases of transition on my website. Just go to the 12 phases of transition page. You can download the chart, save it on your phone. So if you're ever in this situation, not if, when you're in this situation where somebody is at the end of their life, a loved one, all you have to do is just ask, what phase is my grandmother in? What phase is my whomever in? 
and you're going to get a number and then you can refer to the chart. And if you're seeing that they're progressing like stage four, five, six, seven, something like that, you're going to want to pay attention to that. And you know, it's not that once somebody's in the phases that they're stuck in the phases. People can go in and out of the phases. They can be phase 10. They can come back to phase four. You know, they can move around. But it's a guide that helps us when we need to take time off work, when we need to travel to be with family and loved ones at the end of life. So just go to AskJulieRyan.com and download that chart and just save it on your phone. Okay, let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, love your name. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I love your also, name. Okay, I like yours, too. <laughs> well, thanks. Do you have a middle name? <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. Ah, oh, haven't heard that one before. I'm an Ann. Julianne. It's pretty common. It was my Mima's Julianne. name. I'm named I'm named for my Mima. But uh she was Julia Ann oh, okay. and I'm Julie Ann. Oh, okay. Well yeah. my granddaughter was just my daughter just gave her Ellen as her middle name. Oh, how sweet. So, After you? I'm hoping that passes on. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so well, that was that's nice. an honor. Perfect. Yep. Well, where are you located? I'm in Say it again. I'm in okay, New Hampshire. All right, you're cutting out too. All right, say another sentence. I may have you call back in. Okay, New Hampshire. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have you call back in, Julie. Hang up, call back in, see if you can get on a different, a better connection, and I'll, I'll circle back around and get you because that's, that's a tough connection. Okay. okay. All right. Talk to you in a minute. All right. Let's go to Jennifer. Let's try Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, this is Jennifer. Hi, Julie. Hi, Jennifer. How are you this evening? Can you hear me okay? I can. You're no, I'm doing great. Too. doing great. Good. Thank you for Where taking are you? my call. I'm, I'm near Asheville, North Carolina, the beautiful mountains of Blue Ridge. <laughs> yeah, I love Asheville. Wananoa. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah, it's well, beautiful. Terrific. Great. You got, I love Asheville. It's it's one of my favorite cities. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I love it, too. I moved here on purpose, so it's like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I guess people really know about Asheville. It's, um, right. We got a lot of people th- moving here every year. <laughs> it's the celebrities live there. So are you a celebrity? Yeah, familiar. Ah, you would okay. know. All right. Jennifer, <laughs> I'm gonna hold you I'm gonna hold you over for the break. Okay. When we come back, we will get Miss Jennifer on, see what her questions are and see what spirit has to say for an answer. So stay with us everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Jennifer in Asheville, North Carolina. 
Jennifer, are you still with me? <laughs> I am. Okay, good. All right. Okay. You got a question for me? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so you've helped me before. Um, I have breast cancer, and since we've talked, it, it has diminished quite quite a bit. Um, I've changed my protocols to just kind of get my body in balance and just put nutrition back into my body and detox the things that aren't supposed to be there. But to make a long story short, um, I'm, I'm still on one hormone blocker, and I think I think just a year and a half of treatments I've been on has leached has done some damage maybe to my body or leached a lot of minerals out of my body because what I'm experiencing is pretty severe leg cramps mm. and I've done everything. I massage them. I've gotten hot and cold showers. I've gotten the salt baths. I've upped my magnesium. I've taken vitamin B. I've, I've done red lights. I've done, you know, lymphatic massage. <laughs> So it's like, I'm, and I'm still like waking up like every hour from the leg oh, cramps. Geez. Oh, geez. And um, my legs are, they feel a little colder than normal, like the lower mm-hmm. part of my legs. Mm-hmm. Did it start? So I don't know what else to do. Did it start when you were on this medication? I'm getting, it's, is it a side effect to the medication that you're on? Have you checked that out? There. They're not going to say it is, but I did listen to a speaker this week that said they don't have to say that it leaches minerals from your body. Um, it is not listed as one of the side effects, but this is what I'm getting, and I never had it before. Okay. Have you ever heard a number needed to treat, Jennifer, and NT? Does that ring a bell? Number needed to treat? Mm-hmm. The number needed to treat is no, the number no. of people that need to take a medicine in order for it to be effective with one person. So the higher the number, the less effective the medicine. The odds are are exponentially worse the higher the number is in the NNT. When Before a medicine is approved to be sold by the FDA or the or the basically the FDA in any country, whatever it's called, there has to be clinical studies done and they have to submit those numbers to that regulating body, regulatory body. I was governed under the FDA when I manufactured surgical devices because, you know, it's a regulated field. So I know it well. So you want to Google or do an internet search on the medicine that you have and just put the acronym NNT at the end of the search and then see what that number is. And if it's much over like 20, you want to have an intelligent conversation with your doctor about it. I'm getting it's from your medication. I'm getting it's a side effect. The other thing you can do is go to pubmed.org. Have you been on that website? Yeah, I'm, I'm a researcher. I, I research okay, about three perfect. hours every day. Okay. Yeah, perfect. this is how I've gotten better. It's just, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, and my doctors, they, you know, unfortunately, um, they, they think this is a, just a normal, well, acceptable side effect, but I don't think it's ever acceptable when you're not sleeping at night. No. Um, and, and I don't think it's acceptable. So, right. um, and the only thing they're telling me is to take pickle juice. I'm like, okay, you have to have something better for me than that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been yeah. researching, listening to all these things, you know, and what might help, you know, and I've been taking them and, you know, doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, but nothing, I mean, it's working a little, it's just not working you know, it's still mm-hmm. it's still persisting. This has been going on for about mm, six weeks, maybe two oh, months. Geez. 
Well, if you're not sleeping, that's yeah. not going to help you heal. So I would check in the number needed to no. treat. I'm getting it's a side effect from your medication. Okay. Okay. All okay. Right. Well, I, I did go off helps. one of the medications because I felt it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Good I luck. appreciate your, your help. Thank you. You bet. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's try Julie again. Hi, Julie. Hi. Is this better? It is. It's way better. Thank you. Thank you for calling back in. Okay. Right. Julie from New Hampshire. Oh, Julie Ellen. See, I got a good memory. Julie yes. Ellen. Yep. Yeah. With the with the new grandbaby named Ellen. Her in her middle name. Yes. Yeah. Got a question for me? So I, I do. Um, I lost my son to suicide. Um, no. A year, a month and a half ago. Oh, what's his and name, Julie? Didn't leave any. Randy. Okay. I'm so and he sorry. Didn't leave any note. Um, no. Uh, he didn't leave anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can see him or. Yeah, absolutely. How old was Randy, Julie? 39. Oh, gosh. He was 39. I'm so sorry. I can't even imagine what you're going through. The only thing I can tell you, yes, he's standing next to you and we can talk to him. The only thing I can tell you that hopefully will give you a little teeny morsel of peace is he was surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones when he passed. Because everybody is what I was talking about with the question, my blog this mm-hmm. week that I answered. And and that's regardless of whether we die yeah. instantly or whether we die over days, weeks, months, years. It doesn't matter because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. So did you have a question for Randy? Did he have a family that he left or was he single or what was the story there? He was single. He is he's mm-hmm. single, but he does have a son that's out in Washington State across the country, okay. um, who is coming out in another couple weeks to spend some time here. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess my question is why he didn't leave a note, or I don't understand why he did it the way he did it, mm-hmm. and if he was indeed alone when he yeah. He's saying yes, he was alone when he passed. Did he was he ill, Julie? Did he have some medical thing going on? He had uh, he was a drug addict. Okay. All right. So that's what he's saying is that he he had so many medical issues that it was just overwhelming and he didn't want to be a burden to anybody. And so that's why he chose to leave. And he's saying it was quick, it was easy, it was, he's sorry for the grief he's caused, but it was a quick, easy way to exit. So he's around you, talk to him, and he'll answer you. We're going to take another quick break, everybody, stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Julie, sending you a big hug. I'm so sorry. And our next caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. 
You're welcome. Where are you located? I'm in San Diego, California. Oh, poor baby. I'm so sorry. It's such an awful place. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, kidding, no. of course. It's beautiful. <laughs> we're actually having a, a we're actually having a much cooler July than we normally do. So that's been oh, really there nice. You go. Nice. Well, good. Well, welcome. Do you have a question for yeah. me? I do. I called you probably about nine months ago about my dog. Her name's Sophia. She's in Newfoundland. And she yeah. had a brain tumor two and a half years ago that we did uh, some intense radiation on. And we have had two and a half years of uh, miracle with her surviving. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. she uh, started having a lot of seizures again. Um, there's not really anything we can do for her because of her age. And, um, you know, so we're not even going to do an MRI on her. The neurologist thinks that it's scar tissue that's creating the seizures again. So I've increased her meds, which is pretty much at the top of uh, the amount of meds that she can take. She's she's comfortable right now. I just wanted to know, is she transitioning? And uh, if so, well, you know, what can I do for her to make her days comfortable and pleasant? Is there anything she wants or needs? Yeah. How young is she, Lori? You said she. There, you're not going to do things because of her she, age. She's her eight age? and a half. Okay. She's eight and a half, but she is in Newfoundland, so their typical age span is eight to ten years. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Sophia. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama heading out to you. Got you. Got Sophia. Sophia's, Sophia's spirit's coming in and out of her body. You know what whack-a-mole is? <laughs> they have it at fairs yeah. where, you know pops up and then you whack it and it goes back in the hole. That's what I'm seeing with her. Her she her spirit's not completely out of her body. Uh, humans, the spirit exits through the top of the head. Same with animals. Animals, um, I don't see the sequence of events with angels and their litter mates and deceased family, you know, over the years. I don't see that with the animals, but I do see this spirit bubble that exits out through the top of the head. So she's kind of in that in-between phase. She's thinking about it. Uh, let me see if I can get her spirit to stay in her body. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm tacking it. I'll do this every once in a while, Lori. And, and I tack it down to her feet. I sew it in place. Did you ever see Peter Pan as a kid? The the movie or the cartoon sure, or the play? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, at the, at the beginning... Actually, when, when, the, funny, the, the dog Nana in Peter Pan is a Newfoundland. <laughs> well, there you go. That's why I'm getting this as an example <laughs> from Spirit. At the beginning of the movie, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, Peter Pan has lost his shadow and he's and it's in the nursery. So Wendy, when she meets Peter Pan, she sews his shadow to his feet, to his toes, so that it stays tacked in. And that's what I do when I'm trying to get somebody's spirit to stay in their body, whether it be an animal or a human, is I'll tack it in like Wendy and Peter Pan. So... There you go. All right. So I've got that in. What I'm doing is I'm in her brain right now and I'm removing scar tissue. I am seeing another tumor forming. I'm encapsulating that. Let's see if okay. we can get that out. And it's like it's in a nest. You know, those coconut nests that at uh, Easter time that'll have maybe three little tiny jelly beans in them. 
their their white chocolate or green chocolate. I know you've seen them over the years. I used to love those when I was eating sugar. And (laughs) so, uh, yeah, so that tumor is surrounded by scar tissue. So it's kind of like it's in a nest. So I'm cutting all that out. Scar tissue looks like, in her brain, Lori, it looks like that fake spider web material that you'd get out of a bag at Halloween and you can put it in a window or on a bush or something like that. And so that's what I'm cutting out right now, remove the tumor, putting stem cell energy in there to redo the brain matter and uh, see if that helps them. All right. So Sophia, are you ready to go? She's saying she's, she didn't say no. She said, oh, no. Like, oh, no. Uh, I didn't think what so. You, yeah. No, she's not. What do you need more time? Okay, what can Lori do to help make you more comfortable? <laughs> she she tries to sit on your lap is basically what she's telling me. She'd love to sit on your lap, but she's kind of big to be doing that. But does she sit on the couch next to you and snuggle up next to you? Or do you get on the floor with her? Well, she's actually laying, she's laying on the floor. I mean, we get on the floor with her. We, we don't let her on the on the furniture. Yeah. A lot um, of hair. She has two bad knees, so she lays on the yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to mention yeah. the shedding. Okay. She's been, so, she's been like extremely clingy lately. Yeah. So. Yeah. She'd like to sit on your lap. So get on the floor with her, you know, let her rest her head. Like if I see you leaning up with your back against the couch and your legs out, outstretched and she can put her head in your lap that way. She'd like to do that. Okay. Okay, so I'm not getting that she's going to exit anytime really soon, but she's thinking about it. So that's what I'm getting there. Okay. Any other questions? Can I I ask one other question about her? Um, Yeah. To do with her brain. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we do know that the inevitable, unfortunately, will happen at some point sooner Mm -hmm. than we want to. she had a, a special radiation treatment called a cyber knife surgery, which oh, there's only two veterinarians here in the United States that do that, and one happens to be near where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, when after she passes, um, have her go back to the veterinarian so that he can uh, look at her brain afterwards and use it as research because he's one of, like I said, one of the two. He doesn't get the opportunity very often to mm-hmm. research. Uh, on his patients so that he can further his studies to help other animals. Is that something that she would be okay with? She's saying absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Yeah. She's kind of a a different situation that he hasn't encountered before. Mm -hmm. And I wanted her to be able to help others in the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, just let her put her head in your lap. That's that's her big request, is she wants to sit okay. on your lap. So that would be maybe a, a uh, you know, a negotiated thing that would be a happy medium for the both of you. No. We lay on okay. the floor together all the time. So. There you go. All right. Well, I hope so, that helps. Okay. okay. Good luck Thank with you. all of that. It. Thanks for calling, Lori. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Kevin next. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. 
Oh, hi, yeah. Julie. How are you? There you are. I'm terrific. How are you, sir? Yeah. Very good. How are you doing? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you located? Yeah. Uh, I'm in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Plymouth Rock. Yeah. I've been there. America's, America's hometown. Here you I'm go. Yeah, 35 years or so. Terrific. Well, good. Do you have a question for me? I do. Um, I have a question about um, a health issue. Um, it's far from debilitating or anything, but it's about my breathing. Um, mm -hmm. This thing, I don't know whether it's uh, physical or psychological. It doesn't happen all the time, but enough to be... Um, in the butt, and it's where I, I kind of hold hold my breath or, or force ear out, and um, and then I just you know, obviously I take the next breath in, but it, I do it does it a few times. I don't know if it's some kind of tick or psychological or what, but um, uh, I'd love to get rid of it. Okay, so you going up for a few years. Now. So you breathe in and you hold your breath and then you exhale. Yeah, I kind of force the ear out, like, and um, mm -hmm. it, it sometimes makes it makes a, a not a loud noise. But I was watching a movie with my son a couple of months ago. And he, he said, "Hey, quiet down over there." We can't help it. It's this weird thing I got. He thought yeah. I was singing or something. <laughs> Have you got? Can you get a pulse ox at the oximeter? At the you can order them on Amazon. You can get them at the drugstore and see what your oxygen level is. Kevin, I'm getting that you're doing that because it gives you more oxygen. It forces you to bring in a lot of air and then exhale. Um, a lot of carbon dioxide. I would measure your oxygen level. And they're cheap. They're like 10 bucks. They're those little things that they clip yeah. on your finger and it'll tell you what your oxygen yeah, saturation rate. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try that and see what your oxygen level is because I'm getting that it's a, it's, it's, what, it, what just came into my head is an autonomic nervous response to get more oxygen into your body. I don't know if that's a thing. That's just what I'm getting. But I'm also getting for you to get a, you know, a pulse ox, pulse oximeter, and put it on your finger and then see what your oxygen levels are. And you may want to measure it before you do it and then measure it after you do it and see what happens. That makes sense? It doesn't... Yeah, it does. I've had that... Um, a girl friend of mine uh, a couple years ago had, had one of those for a different reason, but she uh, <clears throat> wanted me to uh, try that out. And then, uh, okay. Well, I hope that helps. So do a, do a study and make yourself a human guinea pig and see what you get. I think you just need some more oxygen and that's a way to get it done. So thanks for calling, Kevin. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get somebody else on. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We've got Lynn on the phone next. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? 
We're in Richmond. Good. How are terrific. you? Terrific. I'm terrific. Thanks. Got a quick question for me? I do. I was calling about my daughter who's 17. She has Tourette's and some other like anxiety issues. But one thing Mm -hmm. we're dealing with right now is she has a severe fear of needles (laughs) and she has to get a shot soon. (laughs) We were wondering (laughs) how we can best help her. Two-minute rule. Have you heard me talk about that? The two-minute rule. Two thoughts. Rule? Yeah, thoughts originate in the ethers, Lynn, and they and we pull them in based on what we're thinking about at any given moment. And every thought has its own frequency, much like a radio station. You're scared of needles, and you think, "Oh my gosh, if I get this needle, then this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen." And before long, you're just in a tiz because you've been thinking all of these thoughts that are being broadcast on that frequency about being afraid of needles. So, how we change the channel is we ask, "Is this going to kill me in the next two minutes?" So, if she gets a shot, she can ask herself, "Is that going to kill me in the next two minutes?" It's a yes or no answer in this game. If the answer is yes, she needs to change the conditions, you know, get out of the road before the bus runs you over. If the answer is no, which it usually is, that means it's a false fear based in a limiting belief that's both are false. And it negates the fear. Yeah. yeah. So play that game her with body her. telling her that it yeah. You know, I think with her it's like her body is telling her that it's going to do that. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is because she's thinking those thoughts Yeah, because the body's always going to follow what the brain's telling it. So play that game with her when she has just just play with it with thoughts. You know, she's on anything that she's concerned about and just say, okay, well, ask, is this going to kill you in the next two minutes? If it is, if it really, truly is, then change the conditions. If it isn't, what's going to happen is she's going to get used to using the two-minute rule, help her make it a habit, Lynn, and then her life's going to be dramatically improved because all this stuff that she's afraid of, that's irrational fear, she's going to laugh at a lot of it. And she's going to think, oh my gosh, I've been afraid of this stuff my whole life and it's crazy. And, And she'll be able to laugh at it. So the two-minute rule, that will help tremendously. We will try that. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Good luck. You bet. All right. Let's go to Kate next. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Are you there? Hello, hello. Guess not. All right. Let's go to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hello. Hi, Tracy. Hello. Hello, I'm here. Great. Where's here? Where are you located? Muscatine, Iowa. Oh, terrific. Got a quick question for me? I do. So um, I've been having a uh, stomach pain, like right below the sternum. Uh Uh-huh. And it's about the size of a baseball it does not go away. Oh. Did you get it checked? Have you so been to the doctor? I, yes, they did a CT, MRI, 
and I can't find what's going on, so I'm going to a gastrologist next week. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, but you can when feel, I eat... You can feel that it feels like oh, it's I a mass it, yeah. in there? Huh. Well, it's like when I bend over, it's like someone's sticking their fingers up in my ribcage. Hmm. And then, and then when I eat, within 20 minutes, I get bloated like I'm four months pregnant. Yeah. Okay. All right. So does it feel hard at times when it gets bloated or is it, it you know, yeah. like it's filling with gas? That's yeast overgrowth. I, what I would right. do, Tracy, yeah. is, yeah, what I would do is email me, julie.julieryan.com. And we'll send you the link to the gut biome test. Anybody that's listening that wants that, just email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, and we'll send you the link. And that's a, a test that's going to check to see what the ecosystem is in your gut. It's a fancy word for a poop test, basically. And that's where our immune system's based. And you got some, obviously, some GI stuff going on there. And that will tell you, based on the ecosystem in your gut, what your superfoods are. These are the best foods for you to eat. Here are the best foods for you to avoid, some of which may be healthy, but they're just not healthy for you right now. And then here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. And it'll make a big difference. I am seeing, I'm going to get you back on here. I am seeing, Tracy, what looks like a mass in there. When they did the ultrasound, they didn't see anything. No, they said they couldn't see nothing. Okay. I am seeing it. I'm encapsulating it. I'm removing it. It's pink. I don't believe it's malignant. When I see malignant masses, they're they're usually black or really dark. This is pink. This is tissue in there. Did you ever have okay. a surgery, an abdominal surgery before? Yeah, so I had... um. Two C-sections and an hernia um, just above my belly button. Yeah, yeah. This is scar tissue connected with some other tissue. So that would make total sense. All right. So I've removed it. I would still email me. Let's do the gut biome test. You can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. And that will really help you heal once you figure out what's going to be the best food for you to eat. Because food is the best medicine, really, at the end of the day. So I hope that helps, okay, and so, I hope you um, feel better. Yeah. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. We will be back same time, same station. And uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram. Sign up for my newsletter. AskJulieRyan.com is where you can find everything. And sending you lots of love Mwah! from Sweet Home, Alabama. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.